How did the game go? Uh, great. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, this, the... A1? The pre-done stuff is fun. Yeah. But, uh, you know, making up my own stuff, I think, is more enjoyable, and I think they... they I think they were tired of fighting Durgar. They were fighting Durgar for, like, a couple nights in a row, just... Durgar after Durgar. And right. So this was sort of a fun change-up, you know, be lo- being lost down in the cisterns below the seven-pillared hall. They fought those Kruthics. Right. Um, that fight actually ended up being way worse than I had planned. I wasn't able to do your... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 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 that's the sort of thing you have to roll do with. on the fly. Yeah, it turned out those bugs, um, they're bad <laughs> They bugs. like to eat players? Well, yeah, they... What I didn't expect was that uh, I, I laid out the egg sacks. Yeah. And uh, as one does. Yeah. And Benedrix charges in and does his flame breath and catches two of the sacks. And so I had them explode and the uh, hatchlings come out. Um, <laughs> so there's eight, you know, hatchlings. But the thing about these bugs is that they burrow. So oh, they, they disappear? Yeah, they burrow underground so they don't take opportunity attacks, and they just pop up behind you. And the way the Hive Lord works is that any uh, Kruthix within a two-square radius of it deal double damage. Oh, shit. And they swarm. So Brad had charged into the center, gets swarmed by bugs, and the Hive Lord's right there, so they're all dealing double damage. I mean, he... Did they kill him? Um, I, he, he went down and got healed... Probably three times. I mean, he must have taken 150 damage, like, over the course of the fight. Like, Wow. Um, and the other thing is that if you end your turn next to one of these bugs, they have a gnashing aura, so you take two, uh, two damage. They're, like, oh. constantly slashing and biting. Oh, and so if there's eight of them... Yeah, <laughs> you take a lot of damage. Wow. Um, but then I had designed that room so that it had, like, the waterfall that they fell down went into a river that flowed through it. Yeah. And if they wanted to cross the river, I had to make an acrobatics check to see if they could keep their footing. And so they were trying to cross this river to get to the bugs, and they kept getting, like, swept down the stream and landing prone, and the bugs would jump on them. Like, Did you laugh? I mean, I was having fun. Like, I almost – Yeah, as, you were winning. Yeah. Uh, pork never takes damage. Like, he, he just doesn't go into fights. Right. And so he jumped in and uh, – did an AOE that killed a bunch of hatchlings, and I had the adults turn on him and killed him. And he was actually down. Like, he didn't die, but he was yeah. making saving throws, and he was fucking terrified. It was so good. And and what was great is that he's like, am I going to die? Is my character going to die? And, and the other player's like, no, no, you're going to be fine. We can heal you. He and then fails his death save? Yeah, one day he failed one. He's like, that's is that checked? And so then what happened is Benedrix is like, well, should I go back and lay on hands? And they're like... No, I mean, he's he's got three checks. I mean, he'll be fine. And Pork's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> What's great is, like, uh, so the eggs hatch, and I have these eight hatchlings, and I know that Pork is going to come in and do an AoE, and so I had the hatchlings scatter. And Alex looks at me, and he goes, so these hatchlings, right out of the egg, are smart enough to know that an AoE is coming and scatter to avoid damage? And I go, Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's instinct. Yeah. It's like, any other fucking questions for the DM? <laughs> Sir? Um, so something we get a lot of play out of and is probably, I mean, deals as much damage round over round as any other ability we have in our party. Yeah. Is Reign of Steel. 
Yeah. Have you read that? Uh Uh-uh. So it's a thing that fighters get. Okay. And they turn this fucking thing on. It's a daily stance. Yeah. They turn this fucking thing on, and, and then anything that starts their turn next to it takes damage. Oh, let's tell that to Travis. Like, it's the worst because yeah. the idea, you know, he pulls everybody in, right? Yeah. And they get a lot of abilities that let them challenge multiple people and let them let them shift multiple guys in. Right. So they shift in four, five, six guys. Yeah. Then they're all taking damage, and if they're minions, they're just they're getting they, they just die, yeah. and the damage is incurred at the beginning of the turn. So uh, minions just get fucking cut apart. Wow, yeah, I have to tell Travis that. Yeah, let him know. It's a it's a very, very powerful ability. And like each individual time it hits, it's not amazing damage. But over the course over time, of a fight, yeah. this thing, especially if you're turning it on at what is basically the bit the knight's big encounter, right. it'll probably clock in sixty, seventy points of damage easily. Yeah. Yeah, the pace of last night was great because they, they got ambushed and they got through that fight. Um then they got swept down into the cisterns and the big fight was really those bugs. Like, it was a long fight. Um, and then I had him do the skill challenge to get out, which worked pretty well. I just, I'm not 100% sold on skill challenges yet. Like, they just seem sort of wonky. You mean like how they work? Well, I mean, I know how they work. I understand the rules, but it seems, it just seems weird. Like, uh, it doesn't seem like a great system to me. Um, you mean checking skills instead of role-playing? Well, no, no. Like, this, it seems nearly impossible for them to fail. Yeah, I, mean, I guess it's about. I guess it's mostly about DCs. Yeah, I mean, even on hard DCs, like with their pluses, like it's pretty tough to fail a skill challenge. Hmm. This has been my experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can always have them. You know, you can have them go about those things in a different way. You don't have to use that. Yeah, but they had the encounter with the uh, um, fallen paladin of cord, which was fun. Yeah, uh, and then they went back to the seven pillared hall. The ordinator gave them permission to fuck up the uh, Grimmer's Hole trading post, and then they decided to loot it, <laughs> which was funny. They were trying some fun stuff, though. Like, uh, I was having these the agents of Paldemar, rather than give up his location, they were killing themselves. Like, they had seen it happen once before when they were ambushed. She uh, takes a knife and slits her own throat. Yeah. And they, they were like, whoa, what the fuck, right? And so then when they get to the end and they know that Kadira Grimmer's Hole is sort of like their last link to Paldemar. Right. They've got her cornered, and she pulls out a dagger, and uh, um, Nask wanted to know if he could cut her hand off. And so I had him, before his attack, I had him make a dexterity check. Yeah. And with a high DC, and he fucking rolled the shit out of it. So I was like, yeah, you can focus this attack, right? So he makes his attack roll, hits, and deals damage, and I had him slice her fucking hand off. (laughs) They were pretty excited. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's gonna, he's gonna try to, you know what I'm saying? It's like once they once parties find out some find something that works. Yeah, they try to do it all the time. Yeah. Well, it's like when they were throwing guys over the bridge. Like, wait, we can throw guys over bridges? Woo, they were hey. going and grabbing guys like and running them out to the bridge. No, that's yeah. As soon as they added all that movement stuff. Yeah. Like, the game got a lot of fun. Where anytime there's an edge or. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a hole, yeah. a trap, a spike. Well, the, in the ambush room, there's these giant boulders, and the Minotaur warder in there uh, shoves the boulders and tries to pin them between the boulder and the wall. Uh, so that was fun. I, I almost got Nask, and he was able to, like, acrobatics flip out of the way, but stuff like that was just really fun. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, skill checks in there in those contexts, like in, the, in, the, yeah. in a battle, I mean, yeah, it, happens, it happens quick, and it's, it's for something. I mean, the thing that I don't like about skill challenges 
in general is that it sort of mechanizes it mechanizes things that I think are best role played. Yeah. And so usually like the the DM that we play with, he usually asks for if you want to make a skill challenge, you have to earn that challenge. Yeah. By establishing a, a pretty strong scenario that uses that skill. Right. Um and and he'll he'll say no. Yeah, I mean, the way the book lists out a skill challenge, it's like, here are the skills you can use to complete this challenge. And then it's just like, okay, we go around the table and everyone makes their roles. And, like, that's not – that doesn't seem as exciting as, like, role-playing it out, like them trying to escape. If I, if I were to do that again, I would I would have them role-play, essentially, trying to get out of these Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caverns. You know, one, one scenario that we played – And let them a- come up with the skills that they use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's some skills that don't apply, but you adjudicate it. Right. I mean, you should know what the skills are ahead of time. Yeah. And then, you know what I'm saying? Let them make the case for, right. Right. Um, It it was at some, I think it was at a con. I played some kind of preview thing. And the skill challenge was, we had gotten into this, we had gotten into a huge fight, like we had been jumped. Yeah. And the purpose of being jumped here was to make us look like murderers. Okay. Right. So whoever was behind this had actually set this scenario up so that we would kill these people. Like oh. that's that's the value he placed on these individuals. And so then the guard is coming and then that's a skill challenge. So how you escape from an immediate scenario. Hmm. So for things like you're trying to get out of a cave, right. That's not a fun skill challenge. Right. You're talking to a sorrow sworn about that was a fun one. about his job and what the problem is there. So in a social context, the skill challenge makes a lot of sense, yeah. and it gets them involved. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, maybe they enjoyed it. Like I don't know from their point of view. Like, yeah, if, but if you have was... to have fun too. Yeah. It, yeah. In fact, it's more important <laughs> that you have fun because yeah. your enjoyment is directly affecting the enjoyment of yeah. four or five people. But anyway. Throwing a skill challenge in in something that's time sensitive. That's a cool idea. You know what I'm saying? Like put another layer of of intensity on it. It's like okay, you know, you guys need to you guys need to deal with this. The guard, you can see the guard coming. Yeah. You know, there's this inn over here, alley here, crates over here. Like how how do you guys get out of this situation quickly? Yeah. So then did he have the party make? Like uh, what it was, uh, it was every man, every man for, for himself. himself. I got you. That's cool. So it was, it was a different, it was a different context, and he also we had to come up with it quick. Right. There wasn't a lot of time to come up with your individual thing. It's like, oh shit. Actually, enforcing time on the at the table would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, especially in a situation where you know time is you're all you're doing is accurately modeling the time right. of the game. So, anyway, rain of seal. Let him know. Yeah, I will. What was funny is. They were having such a hard time with these bugs, and they were like, man, you're just trying to kill us. And I was like, listen, <laughs> guys, this room could have been a lot worse. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There could have been two of these fucking things. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it could have been a lot worse if you'd done my thing. <laughs> That's what I told them. I said, I'll tell you what Jerry won when we're done here. <laughs> what did they say? <laughs> they were like, are you fucking kidding me? He wanted the eggs to steal our healing surges? <laughs> That's me. It's like it's like worm tongue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I'm that, always whispering. And I told her, I was like, listen, there are DMs out there who are not as nice as me. That's right. They <laughs> won't give you cold iron maces. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was funny is I said, listen, I read, I read these DM forums, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you about a term. It's called the TPK. Okay, the total party kill. That they, that's the that's the gold standard. Yeah, they have that term because it's a real fucking thing. 
There are DMs out there who kill their parties. So, who kill the party. Yeah. The party actually ends at yeah, that's that the point. Thing. It's like, I think of you as my party. There are DMs who think of you as the party. That's right. The the enemy. See, that would that might be a funny comic too. Like Tycho, like no, no, dude. I think we should fucking investigate this. Like, just gonna have, this is what we're talking about. Yeah, I was gonna have hatchlings burst out eggs. You should have the hatchlings steal their healing surges. Steal, <laughs> steal their life energy. <laughs> but uh, let them let them eat it. <laughs> I don't want to beat them, right? And you just slap him. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> they're your enemy. Yeah, they're the enemy. <laughs> What would be great is if you have, like, but the DM says that I'm supposed to work The DMG? With, yeah, the DMG says I'm supposed to... You just slap the book out of my hand. And kick you in the chest. Ugh! Would you buy that at fucking Disneyland? This isn't a ride. <laughs> that isn't dress isn't a ride. Everyone isn't supposed to get off with a smile. <laughs> They're supposed to be panting, bleeding. They don't take a photo of you at the end of the dungeon. Bruised head to toe. <laughs> We're supposed to die underground. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, that's I, Dungeons and Fucking Dragons. I explained that you come from a different school of DM. Well, yeah, the old. Well, I mean, you know, D Dungeons and Dragons had its roots in wargaming. Yeah, there's no friends, and you know, <laughs> that's not a friendly, you yeah. know, scenario. Like, there is an objective, and that objective so, I mean, is absolute victory. You played in games where, see, right now the idea of uh, one of these characters dying, like to them, is crazy like good that they're character good but but you know but you have done your best to i don't mean that it couldn't happen i mean like they that's oh yeah. my god my character could die like they don't right. want to die but that happens right. right i mean well i mean you should find out i mean next time that happens i mean you should just mortality should be a it should be a real thing yeah um i mean you should emphasize next time they next time they're in the seven pillared hall and they look at the rituals that can be performed there you should really emphasize the Ray's dead. Yeah. You should show you should show players what that's like. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you should you should show them a situation where because that you know that shit don't that's not cost a hundred gold. Yeah. You know that shit is fucking expensive. Right. And it's almost impossible, but you can do it. You should show a situation where a character has died. Yeah. And their friends are trying to get together the money to raise them. Oh, that's a good idea. You know what I'm saying? Show, show. I mean, they need to see that mortality is right. not something that is solely reserved for insects, um, in the in the dark places of the earth. Yeah. Um, the reality is that one of them could die. Someone they know should die. Yeah. I mean, because this is. I mean, th this you've you've created a super cool story. I think. Yeah. I mean, a lot of this stuff. I would say that you're doing. I would say that this is probably. About as good as I've seen from a first-time oh, DM. And I have seen a lot of... <laughs> trust me. I mean, I've been playing since junior high. I mean, I, yeah. it, people usually don't come out of the gate swinging. You know? I mean, they want to do a very specific thing, or they have a story that they think is cool that is not actually cool. Yeah, I bet that. And they get... I mean, it's different when you're in junior high, because there's a lot of times where people quit. Oh. Well, they, they quit in fits. Right. Either because their character died, or the DM... It, you know the DM the party is too stupid for the story that yeah you know what I'm saying it's about him yeah really it's about that person and what they want to do Yeesh. um so that I mean the the relationships between the people and especially because it's so it's so fluid in junior high anyway I mean the relationships that young people have is, are very yeah. you know they can be very turbulent yeah um and that 
you know that affects your that affects your Dungeons and Dragons. That's the, <laughs> what I'm saying is that this is about Dungeons and Dragons. That's yeah. that's what's crucial. But man, I mean, it's like you know, I stopped. I don't want to always make the request of you that we discuss the things that are going on in your games. You know, with an eye toward trying to add things, but I can't. <laughs> I can't help it. Yeah. I mean, I, what you see here is me trying not to talk to you about it. <laughs> and it's the as soon as I turned the fucking microphone on, yeah. it was the first thing I said. What happened in your game? Yeah. I hit. I pressed the red fucking button. Yeah. And five seconds later. Well, I, it's the same thing for me. Like, I mean, I really enjoyed the DM role. Like, I like to make things. Oh know? yeah, like, yeah, and that's what it is. It's a. Yeah. It's a it's a creative it's a constructive thing. I mean, well, when I was talking to them last night, we were having this conversation about like the different styles of DMing, and I said for me, I it's like a it's like cooking, like I'm. Oh, I made that. Yeah, I made that comparison early on. Yeah, I I, I spend this time making this thing, and I want you guys to enjoy it. I'm not like coming to the table to murder you. Like, well, yeah, but I mean. The the cooking analogy is just very strong. Like there's all yeah. the equipment. Right. It takes all this time. Yeah, you spend all weekend. Exactly. You you you're planning essentially a menu for the evening. It's like each you know each course. E yeah, each course is a is an encounter. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a food encounter. You're sort of shuffling the encounters back and forth. Which one's going to go better here? Exactly. You're pairing them. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of stuff. But man, I would really like to talk about this, like like where the necromancer stuff is going. Like I mean, I find my I mean, I find myself thinking about it at night. Yeah, I mean, the problem is that Kiko is going to hear all this. So I, I can't say too much on the. Oh no, I'm not saying we should do it right now. Yeah. I am saying that once the red button is pressed again, I'll yeah. have another opportunity to talk about your game. Yeah. And what I can bring to it. Because <laughs> um, I mean, that's that's really the part that I like, like getting mired in the in the mechanical stuff. I mean, I started to gravitate eventually towards diceless systems and. And yeah. systems that had, you know, more raw adjudication. Like, um, I, I got you into that Mage game once. Right. And I, I, the thing I liked about Mage was that Mage was pretty much, like, it placed a lot of um, that the onus on players in, in, in White Wolf games in general is really heavy. Like, they want players to partner with the dungeon master or they, they call them a storyteller or something yeah. like that but they want that they want you to partner with them in creating the world yeah um like in in wraith it's like a ghost game right it's a super elaborate setting but other players at the table play sort of your dark half so it, like all their games are like these weird social experiments but in mage you have sort of you have abilities and certain kinds of magic but the effect of that magic and how it takes place is something that you can you can completely come up with on the fly. It isn't a set spell system like a like in Dungeons and Dragons. You have an example? Um, yeah, if you have power over electricity. Yeah. Oh, how you use that? How it manifests? Huh. You know, so it's not like a I shoot a lightning bolt. It's like I have power over all electricity. I can. Right. What can I do with that? Well, how do I? You know, how do I draw it out? Where do I draw it from? I mean. Hmm. At, the, at the lower levels, you, you know, it has general ideas of what something can do. So you can control electricity, but you can't create it. You can just turn a blender on at level one. Yeah, exactly. And that's not impressive. Right. You know, anyone can do that. Yeah. But you but, don't have to flip the switch. Exactly. You know, and that's, just... well, yeah, and that's, you know, that's noteworthy. Right. But it's not eldritch. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Um, anyway, yeah, here. So do you want to... The uh, the different kinds of dungeon masters might be... Yeah, I mean, the idea that, that Tycho sort of wants to shape Gabe into the dungeon master that he is, or he thinks right. Gabe should be. Let me pull up the... Um... We had a lot of fun last night. <laughs> I don't understand. What do you mean? I mean, we... was great as a watching the difference in them from the first game they played where it was you know everyone was playing the game pretty straightforward yeah to you know last playing night's the game, board game yeah to last night's game where Brad's speaking draconic you know Nask is trying to cut hands off <laughs> like like curses and stuff like uh he's a lot of times he will say prayers to cord but whenever he prays it's always in draconic like ah. he he has a list of draconic phrases. Nice. Gabe and Tycho. Yeah. DMG. So maybe Gabe's at the table working on his the next you know night's yeah. encounters. How's your game going? I got this really cool idea for tomorrow night's game. I'm gonna have these eggs, and uh, if they take damage, you know. <laughs> Tycho should say they should eat levels. <laughs> yeah. Really? Like, it make it even worse. Like, yeah. yeah, these make these bugs eat levels. They steal your healing surge and take five levels from you. My character's only level four, then they die. <laughs> and they're not your characters. <laughs> they're the characters. I'm not sure I'm not sure my characters are like that. First of all, <laughs> my characters? What, are they your pets? <laughs> no, they're my friends. No, they're not. He slaps. That's where he should stop. They're my friends. <laughs> we we need a whole frame for that one. Oh yeah, in the middle one. Yeah, they're my friends. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if that should be the third panel. <laughs> yeah. Like, just move in. <laughs> Were they your pets? No, they're my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just have that be the. Have it literally be a punchline. A punchline. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna move up here. We're gonna have these eggs, and when they take damage, hatchlings come out. That's a good start. You should have the hatchlings steal healing surges <laughs> and take levels and eat levels and eat five levels. Okay. My character's only level four. Then they die. Then they die. I'm not sure my characters like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my my group would like that. What do you mean your group? Are they your pets? It's the group. <laughs> It's the group. Are they your pets? No, but they're my friends. Slap. <laughs> oh, the other great thing that happened. So I told you, I I worked all this up based on the idea that they let a Durgar go. Yeah. So you taught you taught them the yeah the at wrong the very lesson. end they 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 kicked the door into the Grimmer's old trading post and they recognized one of the guards behind the counter is the one that they let go. <laughs> and so Benedrix jumps over the counter and and basically says, let me have this one, right? But I had the guy that he let go. He's there with another guard, right? So Benedrix is beating the shit out of him. And uh, he goes like, he spits blood in, in Benedrix's face and goes, you sure you don't want to let me go again, Dragon Man? <laughs> and Brad's getting pissed. Like, he's hitting him more and then the Durgar turns to his, his Durgar friend and goes, Don't worry, this one will wipe our arses and send us home to our mothers. <laughs> it's like, did you bake us a pie? Yeah. So this is this is, this is is unfriendly. Unfriendly, yeah. <clears throat> so now they know not to let people go. You should have them 
steal healing surges and eat five levels. But they're only level four. And they die. I don't think my party would like that. Alright, these these hatchlings are a good start. So because of because of the frame system that we use. Yeah. The tripartite frame system. Really our comics are triptychs. Uh -huh. Um what we had before is is too long for the first panel. Uh, we need we need to start with Tycho saying the hatchlings are a good start, but okay. this is what you should. You know what I'm saying? Like Okay. They're only level 4. They're only level 4. Then they die. Then they die. I don't think my group would like that. <laughs> then, then they die and enter the nega realm. <laughs> Can we? Can I have that? Yeah, you can have the nigger realm. I don't think my party would like that. Not your party. This is the party. For your pets. Oh, they're my friends. <laughs> These hatchings are a good start, but they should eat healing surge. But they should drink healing surges and eat levels. <laughs> eat levels. Any level, any any five levels. Need <laughs> five levels. Then I die and enter the Negro realm. I think my party would like that. They're not my party. I wonder if you should say something about like you're the DM, like like he's he's trying to impart. You're the goddamn dungeon master. You're the goddamn dungeon master. They're not. They're not your party. They're not your party. They're, they're the, the party. party. But they're my friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get a hold of yourself. <laughs> You're the goddamn dungeon master. <laughs> They're the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> They're my friends. Ugh. Yeah, that's good. Alright, give it a try. These hatchlings are a good start, but they should drink healing surges and eat five levels. They're only level four. Uh, should I say the... Yeah, yeah, but the characters are only level four. Yeah, the characters are only level four. Characters are only level four. Then they die. And they enter the nega realm. I don't think my party would like that. You're the goddamn dungeon master. They aren't your party. They're the party. They're the enemy. They're my friends. <laughs> yeah. 